I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellasai. I'm here in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. So, uh, it's post-Thanksgiving, and everyone wants to know, what was the reception to your pie? It was lukewarm! (laughs) (laughs) I spent weeks perfecting a pumpkin pie and then i ended up even being facetious (laughs) no i'm not you spent weeks i know i said i was gonna like franken pie it and like take my favorite bits from several pies but i ended up making just one recipe from bon appetit obviously which was a maple bourbon pumpkin pie with Mm. a chocolate crust and yeah it literally had two tablespoons. It's like one shot of bourbon that goes into this. And then you bake it. So you barely taste it. And my mom was telling everybody, like, well, Matthew made a pie, but it's not it's not your traditional pumpkin pie. <laughs> so she kept saying it like that, like to everybody, to the point where I was like, nobody is gonna want to eat this because you're introducing it like this. <laughs> Did they eat it? I guess. All right. I mean, I don't think it was that great. (laughs) (laughs) It was fine. All right. It wasn't like a roaring success. I should have known better in in that my family does not like anything that is out of the ordinary. And next time I will give them a basic ass pumpkin pie or better yet, they can go to fucking Baker Square and get the shitty pie that they sell, which they did. (laughs) And it tasted weird. Anyway, now that I'm riled up, thanks a lot, Barry. We're going to get into today's episode and kick things off, as always, with Worst Things First, where I shout about the worst news of the week. After that, we are diving deep into winter, because tis the season winter hath come, and I'm not having it. And finally, we've got comedian, writer, actor, Yasser Lester. He wrote on HBO's Girls. He wrote and starred in Showtime's Black Monday. We've got a long list of things to complain about. You're going to want to stick around for that. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's wrap ourselves in scarfs and start the show. All right, worst things first. Let's talk about the worst news of the week first. I think it was right after we recorded our last episode is when there was a dog that, like, hijacked a car in, in, yeah. a, in a Florida. Yeah, there was. In a Florida cul-de-sac, and the number of people who sent it to me was was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty visual thing. So it's like, just imagine a dog in the driver's seat of a car. He accidentally, like, undid the... Accidentally? (laughs) I don't think so. Well, he got control of a vehicle and apparently spent, like, hours just driving in a circle in reverse. (laughs) Incredible. He's just going for a little joyride. Yeah. And I love it. 
Anyway, so thanks to everybody who sent in the driving dog. Anyway, let's get into worse things first. Next! A small town in Maine is asking for the public's help in tracking down a person who's discarding bags of soiled adult diapers alongside local roads. Bags. Wow, whole bags. Why? Where's the rest of their trash? Is it I, yeah, when they're it's just upsetting. road tripping? They're just—it's like on their way. No, but bags—that's not a one-one-time thing. It's not like oh, filled it up, got up, toss it. That's like pre-planned, you know. Uh, yeah. Officials uh, are using Facebook probably to raise awareness of what they're calling the diaper bandit. They're not. Why is it a bandit? That doesn't even fucking make sense. They're not. Are they stealing the diapers? No, they're depositing them. Call it something like it's the di- diaper depositor. There, right there. The adult diaper depositor. This is why you need to call me for your all of your social media needs. Yeah, Hashtags. police stations, <laughs> police officers across America. Are you trying to find a diaper bandit? You're going to be looking for the wrong perp. I fucking hate that it, that it falls on me to notice things like this. Nobody else. This is the burden I bear. Town officials are saying that public works crews are cleaning up such messes two to three times a week. What? How many diapers are they ruining? Maybe it's like a, have they, have they investigated like senior citizen, uh, like nursing homes? It's Maine. It's just one big nursing home. That can't just be all coming from one human. I desperately hope not, or or else this town has something else to worry about. Yeah, something's in the water. (laughs) There is a monster amongst them. It's a Bigfoot. Uh, I would watch that film. Bigfoot using diapers? Just like a a thriller that's like the secrets beneath, and it's one, one town plagued by the desperate bowels of one of its citizens. The diaper depositor. This really is a Stephen King novel. Maybe it's Stephen King. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) Stephen King is just taking violent terrorist shits throughout Maine. (laughs) Anyway, if anybody has any information about the adult diaper depositor, you can contact the Cumberland County Sheriff's Department. So... We can, unhappy hour listeners can be the solvers of this case. Honestly, unhappy hour listeners are probably the diaper depositor. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're the <laughs> diaper depositor, keep at it. You're doing great, honey. You're doing great. Anyway, next. A woman in Florida, only in Florida, <laughs> bought a baby shower gift at a Goodwill store and was shocked. When the father-to-be opened the box and found a loaded semi-automatic rifle inside. Well, there you go. If you're confused, so was I when I first read this. She bought a box and then it turned out to have a rifle inside. What did she think was in the box? Well, uh, yeah, apparently she and her husband went to the store and they found a brand new baby Einstein bouncer. I don't know what that is either. A baby Einstein bouncer. It's what you put a little kid in and then they can just like kind of stand there and bounce up and down. Why is it called baby Einstein? It's a brand. It was like a it was like a show and stuff. Yeah, but why do they have why do they have branded bouncers? Because everything's a brand. This is why they said the goddamn goodwill because nobody wanted it in the first place. <sighs> 
Anyway, they were so excited. They found this brand new gift. It was only at nine ninety nine, but it, it was still in the box, and they just never they never opened it. Obviously, yeah, of course. But yeah, now you should know. You buy anything in Florida, you better open that fucking box and make sure there's not a gun in it. But was the person who received the present not like actually pretty psyched about it? Uh, yeah, they said he opened it up and he said, "You guys got me a gun." <laughs> Yeah, it's Florida. That's what I expect. Yeah. And then everybody got up and cheered so loud that their ears started to bleed. (laughs) And then because they're narcs, they called the police department on themselves. And then the police had to check to make sure that they weren't convicted felons. Why? This is such a mess. This is why the state is just not allowed. That's why I don't go into goodwill. I don't trust it. I don't even like dropping my stuff off there. I just throw it and leave. Wow. (laughs) I'm there all the time. Um, The one time, well, no, I brought stuff to Goodwill twice. And once I used a task rabbit to come pick the stuff up. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff. I needed someone with a car. The guy texted me and was like, "Uh, someone is asking for the lamps. Can I give them to them? And I was like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) They're going to good like any you you can th- throw them at someone on the street. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, that's my feelings about my belongings. And finally, authorities say two women brawled at a New Jersey supermarket after one of them accused the other of having too many items in the express checkout lane. And it got fucking wild, okay? It was one 43-year-old woman, obviously, who challenged another woman who's 45, obviously. Over the number of items she had in the express checkout lane, their verbal dispute soon turned physical with both women throwing punches and biting each other. Classic. Classic and also well-deserved. Yeah. If you get into the... 10 items or less lane with 11 items. 10 and a half items. Chomping into your fucking bicep. Get out. I will zombie your face off. (laughs) I will rip out chunks of your flesh if you stand in my way. I only recently realized that there is two separate lines at the Whole Foods at Union Square. Oh, yeah. That place is crazy. Yeah. Well, it's like stimulate. It's like overstimulating because everyone's hot. (laughs) And I can't focus. Also because it's like color coordinated and also there's a robot directing you, but then there are also humans directing you. And it's like, which one is supposed to be the overlord? Yeah. Witnesses say another woman tried to intervene, but she got bit and scratched (laughs) herself. All three women were treated for minor injuries. I did go to, I went to a grocery store like every day when I was home for Thanksgiving. Every day I went. Why? Just to watch. I mean, yeah, if if a fight like this is going to break out, why go to WWE, you know? I also was tweeting about this, but I, like, brought home my own ingredients because I didn't trust what my mom had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mostly because I know that the spices that she has in her uh, cabinet are A, exclusively white people spices. (laughs) A.K.A. salt. (laughs) Granulated sugar. Um, And that they're all from, like, 1975. Yeah. But yeah, I brought home my own cocoa powder and cinnamon <laughs> and nutmeg and ginger and allspice. Anyway, that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we're putting on our long underwear, our pants, our thick socks, undershirt, regular shirt, sweatshirt, jacket, scarf, gloves, hat, hood, and diving deep into winter. 
deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. All right. Well, it is not technically winter time yet because winter doesn't start until like December 20th or some shit, which is insane. It's insane that it's already fucking cold outside it's and winter, winter hasn't even started. It's officially winter when my dick is cold and therefore it is winter currently. It is winter in my pants and winter in reality because it's already snowed, at least here in New York. My fucking flight back from Chicago after Thanksgiving was delayed by three hours, which is just horrible. It's just a horrible amount. I know, like, people die. (laughs) But also, I was at an airport two hours longer than necessary, so. Pretty much the same. That's purgatory, if anything. everybody. It's just that amount of time where it's like, I can't not go to the airport. Yeah, you can't leave. Because they're going to like, yeah, sometimes they move it back up. Mm -hmm. So I just had to go there and sit and everybody looks at you. And then they changed my gate from the A terminal to the B terminal. A whole terminal? A whole terminal. The audacity. It's like, okay, why don't you just drive the bus around so I can get on it? Because that's what an airplane is on the ground, a bus. I know we're throwing out a lot of hot opinions. That's crazy. Anyway, so let's get into reasons winter time is the fucking worst. First, I'll, and I know this is very specific to me and only me, but winter means I have to cover up my banging summer bod. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, guess what? I have eight abs. I know you can't see them, but trust me, they're under there. There's eight. And now I have to cover them up with a bunch of heavy coats and cloaks. How is everybody on the street supposed to know that I've been eating salads all summer? How will I be objectified? Oh, oh, I guess I'll just have to post a thirst trap on Instagram like all of the other basic ass hotties. Never! You know what you could do? You could wear the coat and then just no pants. Honestly, my legs are my best feature. There we go. So Problem yeah. solved. Just dick line and below, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next! Wintertime means you have to wear like a thousand layers. And sure, it keeps out the cold, but also it makes everything inside of your clothes all hot and moist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like just a wet burrito inside of its foil wrap. My body gets too sweaty. Absolutely. Winter me is just like a gas station taquito. It's just toasty on the outside, full of wet beef and beans on the inside. I'm a huge fan of long underwear, but I'm like, do I want to be the person who wears long underwear but then gets so hot at work that she has to take the long underwear (laughs) off and just use it for transport? I think we've talked about this on a previous episode, a wintertime episode, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I didn't know what long underwear was until like pretty recently. What? You grew up in Chicago. We never had long underwear. I feel like that's all I wore. Actually, I definitely wore it more as an adult than a child. I will say, besides wearing jeans out, I'm not like a big, when I'm in my house, Mm -hmm. I don't usually have anything on below the knee. Okay. Well, lately I've gotten into a bad habit of uh, just like wearing a robe all day. Why is that a bad habit? (laughs) That's a great habit. Um, 
yeah. famously own seven robes. I think the real issue came when I got comfortable answering the door in my robe. Because mm. <laughs> there was a point where I was like, I hate, I don't, it makes me uncomfortable answering the door in a robe for like to get my f- delivery. Let's be clear. I'm I'm accepting a del- I don't open my door for any other reason other than food is being brought to me. <laughs> you don't you don't invite a bunch of friends over and keep your robe on? Uh no. But I was like I feel weird being in a robe and answering the door, but also more of me is covered than if I was in like a t-shirt and yeah, shorts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um Do you have a winter robe? All of my robes are winter robes. So then do you have a summer robe? No, it's just the regular robe. Okay, well you need to really work on that. Yeah, I you need do. A, you need a thick winter robe, and then you need a thinner summer robe, like a silky robe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Next, how am I supposed to just go around licking poles in the winter? That's all I do all summer. I gotta risk half my tongue getting ripped out every time I want to lick a delicious-looking metal pole. <laughs> even though everyone's always like, "Oh, why? Why do you even have to casually lick a bunch of poles?" Because I like the way it tastes like a well penny. Next. It gets far too slippery in the wintertime. And I don't have the ankle stability not to bust my shit wide open every time I walk down the sidewalk. I just have to be some kind of winter Jesus and walk on ice without murdering myself. No! And you know what the scariest thing about potentially slipping on ice all of the time, every time you step anywhere in the winter? What? Being afraid that you're going to freaking bite your tongue off. Sure. That's my fear all the time. (laughs) Ever since I was a small, small child, (laughs) is that I'd be walking around just with my tongue normally where it is, and then I would slip, and then my teeth would go, but my tongue would be in the middle, so it'd be like, and then and then it would be broken off. It would be bit off. So I just have to walk around all the time with my tongue in the back of my throat. I hate that. It's th- just my life. Well, good. Now I'm going to worry about it. You should. Everyone should. I don't know if there's been a single case of this ever happening, but if there were to be one, I know it would be me. I also am just well, like, I don't think any of my shoes, because they're not used to being outside ever in any at any time of the year, I don't think any of my shoes are like made for outside walking. They're not. They're not. That's why you buy outside shoes. I need, like, soccer cleats. No, they're called winter boots. No such thing exists. <laughs> I, like, it's unfathomable. I've I've made a mental note, like, the other day to pay attention to what men wear on their feet in the winter. Mm-hmm. It's called Timberlands. That's what they do. Everybody? Yeah. I have this complex because when I was in first grade, my little cousin was sleeping over. And that morning, she didn't have to go to school, but I had to go to the first grade. And she put on her winter boots. So I was like, oh, I'll put on my winter boots, too. Not thinking that I was about to go to first grade and had to go to class all day um, like a fucking first grader does. So I put on my, like, cartoon little boy, like, boots. And then I got to school and I was like, fuck, now I have to wear these cartoon boots all day. And it was humiliating. Even though I don't think anybody said anything, I just felt like a fool. It's the internal shame that lasts. So now I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just wear treadless shoes to go walking in the snow and bust my shit open. I also lived across the street from this giant, we called it, it was like a retention pond. Uh Uh-huh. We called it the pit, <laughs> <laughs> which made so much sense as a child. But I'm like, no, my mom fully was like, 
are, are you guys going to play in the pit? <laughs> I love that. I love it. But it was like a giant hole, basically. Mm-hmm. Like an entire, like, like five houses by three houses, like giant hole. Okay. That was supposed to, it's, it's like for collecting rainwater. Uh-huh. Um, so it was usually like dry, but then after it snowed or rained, it was like where everybody would go. That sounds awesome. But one year we were sledding and I I had my snow pants on and I bent over and they ripped right up the ass. Oh, no. Like just cartoon SpongeBob fully I ripped my pants. <laughs> and yeah. But it's because who the fuck has snow pants that fit? No. No one ever. This is my hot tip for people who are not used to the cold weather. Buy pants that are just a little big on you so you can wear long underwear underneath. Yeah. Well, I also lived pretty sheltered, obviously. <laughs> I know. You you were like, Matt, no. You, we could tell that you were allowed outside as a child. No. Only to the pit. <laughs> no. Basically, even then, because we'd find snakes and stuff there. Hell no. So Debbie would be like, absolutely not. Agreed. But yeah, every time there was a snow day, my mom would be like, well, if it's too cold for school, you can't go outside. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is really the saddest thing. Yeah. Anyway, she'll listen to this and then call me and be like, you act like you didn't do anything. Because we did it. Also, wintertime makes my teeth chatter. Then I can't risk any more tooth problems. I refuse to go back to the dentist, not after what they did last time. It's been pretty infrequent, but like the times when I've actually been so cold that my mouth is chattering, Uh it's like alarming. Yeah. Where I'm like, I've lost control of my face. You know what's really scary in that moment? Frostbite. The idea of chopping your tongue off. (laughs) (laughs) I also thought frostbite was like a myth that my mom told us about. It is. I mean, I guess in Chicago it does get, like, super-duper cold. Yeah, it gets below zero for, like, many days in a row. Right. With, like, the wind chill or whatever that means. Uh-huh. But it's like, yeah, because the, the fucking newscaster has to go outside and throw a bucket of piss and watch it freeze immediately. And my mom will be like, yeah, that's what your, it will happen to your nose. Here's a science question for you, Dr. Matt. Why is it that whenever I go outside in the wintertime, I sneeze? Because you're fucked. <laughs> Is that a thing? No. <laughs> Listeners, please tweet at us. I, every time I go out when it's cold out, I'll sneeze. Just like once. But it's like the cold air. I'm just like, oh, God. Achoo. <laughs> and then it's done. But well, it's not the sniffles. It's like I fully need to sneeze. As everybody knows, I was pre-med for a month. Yeah. So um, I do know the answer. Please tell me. And it's that um, your boogers are cold. <laughs> and they're they're just like, please get out, get me out of here. I do wonder if it's like maybe your nose hair gets like cold, really cold, and it like stiffens. And then that makes me sneeze. Sure. All right. This has been science with Matt. Next, my nipples get way too hard in the winter, and that's not safe. That's dangerous. Imagine there's a child walking down the street just enjoying a nice winter ice cream cone, and I accidentally spear them in the neck with my bayo nips. It's a real danger. That's not on me anymore. At that point, that's on God. Yeah. <sighs> Have we talked about nipples on this pod before? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I maybe we've grazed it once or twice. <laughs> oh, I bet we have. 
The weird thing is I definitely have noticed since I've started like working out that my nipples have contracted. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I remember... This is just weird. Uh, (laughs) I want to hear it and then I want to cry. I remember going to uh, the doctor and like when I was like 16 because I had sensitive nipples. (laughs) 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 And my mom was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. So we we went to the doctor because I had like chapped nipples. (laughs) What did the doctor say? I think it was just like, I don't know, you're a teenager. Your body's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Just like it'll be fine. And finally, winter time means that every time I walk down the sidewalk, I have to see someone walking their tiny little dog, and it's always shivering for its tiny goddamn life. And my heart can't take it. This is what you do, winter. You make tiny dogs suffer. And then I have to see little Pepito the Chihuahua in his little puffy dog vest just shaking like he's wearing one of those old-timey belt machines that shake your fat away. How dare you? So fuck you, the winter. And on that note, that's it for this week's Deep Dive. Next, we got Gasser Lester in the stewed right after this commercial break. Today's episode is brought to you by Mercari. The holidays are coming, and that means a lot of new stuff is going to be piling up beneath the tree. So why not make some space for it all by selling the stuff you don't use anymore on Mercari? Mercari is the selling app that makes selling your stuff fast and easy. So here's what you do. You go through your home and find all that good stuff you just don't use anymore. That unopened coffee hand grinder you got last Christmas, those jeans you only wore once. Then you take a few pics, add a description, and boom! Your item is connected to millions of buyers. It's super easy. The app has over 500,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 star rating, so why not give it a try? Finally, an app that makes you money. Check out Mercari and lighten the load this holiday. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Mercari, the selling app. Today's episode is also brought to you by Atlas Coffee Club. If there's one thing I love that everybody else also loves, it's coffee. And did you know there are over 50 countries that grow coffee? Atlas Coffee Club designed a coffee world tour that highlights the world's best coffees. Each month, their subscribers discover a new country's coffee. Atlas Coffee Club recently brought El Salvador to my coffee mug. The coffee grounds literally smell like cookies, and when you drink it, there's notes of orange zest, baking chocolate, and hazelnut. I got mine ground, but you can also get whole bean coffee, and they roast each batch to your preference. Atlas Coffee Club makes for a great gift, and you can choose from three, six, or 12 months of a coffee world tour. Unlike getting coffee from a grocery store where it may have been sitting on a shelf for who knows how long, Atlas Coffee Club roast your coffee the day they ship it so it's always fresh. Get your first bag of coffee free, you just pay for shipping, by going to atlascoffeeclub.com unhappy. That's atlascoffeeclub.com unhappy. Start a world tour of the world's best coffee. My guest complainer today is comedian Yasser Lester. It is, am I saying it right? Yeah. Okay. Also, I mean it sincerely. 
anytime someone gets my name wrong, I just never correct them. Like you could point at me and be like, "There's Joe," and I'm like, "What's up?" You know, <laughs> just I don't, I, I don't have it in me anymore to, to fight. Yeah, I I wish I could say I could identify, but my name's Matt, so <laughs> my last name is a little tricky. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no. You've written for The Carmichael Show, Girls, Mm -hmm. Stand Up. You're on Black Monday on Showtime. Host the podcast, My Brother Sneaker. You do it all. So welcome. All. (laughs) All. I'm uh, I'm in gymnastics classes. (laughs) I'm a janitor. (laughs) Uh, Well, we like to start by asking everybody, what is one thing you hate that everybody else loves? Okay. So I feel like this is going to open up a broader discussion Good, and I yeah. feel like it's just we're going to go from there. Look, I'm I'm 35 years old. Uh-huh. I'm going to be 36 soon as, you know, that's the way time works. Right. I truly do not like and again, 35 years old. I don't like adults who are like, "Ugh, when I go to bed, I'm only comfortable if it's pitch black." and completely silent and like you can't see anything or hear anything and you're just in the void i'm like you're lying (laughs) everyone is afraid of the dark (laughs) and i'm sick of pretending that like that y'all are like cooler than me or better than me or that like you're not worried about demons or a lurker or a ghost or a killer or you know what i'm saying like I just don't, I don't appreciate the nonchalantness in which people, like, you have, you, you know, you have friends or spouses <laughs> or whatever who are just like, all right, it's bedtime, and they shut everything off. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to keep an oven light on. You got to keep a TV on. <laughs> oven light. The glow <laughs> of an alarm clock. But you ain't shutting down. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not sleeping in the void of space. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that took so many turns that I was not expecting. Which where were the biggest ones? <laughs> I mean, we started. <laughs> what were the biggest turns for you? Uh, I mean, it started with age that, it, and I was not expecting it to go yeah. and sleeping in the dark. Because um, I I think that with age and with maturity, we are taught right. that we cannot that that ha- being afraid of the dark as like something that is childish. And I'm here to say, mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. You can be 60, terrified <laughs> of the dark. You can be six, terrified of the dark. So 36. How do you, do you just have like ambient light that happens to stream in or are you like an active nightlight? Okay. It, it, okay. But see, that's what I'm saying. Cause then when I hear nightlight, I'm like, come right. on, I'm not a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I was 35. (laughs) Of course I don't have a nightlight. Right. So here's our vibe, you know. We do have, my uh, my girlfriend is one of these, like, darkness, silence people. And I'm like, this ain't, you got to figure something else out. Wait, silence is also a problem? Like, dead, dead, like, so quiet. And here's the thing, we're in an apartment, so it can only get so quiet. Right. But. She likes it very quiet. Oh, she was a guest on this show, Chelsea yeah. Devantes. Chelsea. Yes. So uh, Chelsea, I'm putting you on blast. Uh, she does like this intense sleep mask that has like a pull strap, so like literally no light comes in, uh-huh. and then uh, and then uh, blackout curtains, and we we do it all. But I will say that uh, we have the ambient glow 
of our Wi-Fi router because it has to be in our room. And when it's that dark, it's enough to be like, right. I can see what's happening. There's not a sleep paralysis demon in the corner. You know what I'm saying? That's the other sure, thing. Sure. I have sleep paralysis. So when I come to, oh. if it's that dark, I'm already losing it. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to like, it's a, it's a vibe, dude. Yeah. I almost feel like being able to see stuff would be worse if as someone with sleep paralysis. No, 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 no. The darkness is worse? Because, yeah, because the darkness allows for your mind to go more places where at least if there's a little bit of light, you can go like, okay, I know what's happening. Let's get out of this. And pure darkness, you're just like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. It's gangster time. (laughs) Right, right. Number one. (laughs) I don't know why sleep paralysis goes into gangster time, but... (laughs) You, but you but you knew what I meant. I also Wi-Fi router seems like bad choice of of light just because it doesn't it blink. No, ours, Do you just have like a flashing. Yeah, it's like a ours is like a. It's not just constantly blinking. It's like a stream of like, I don't know. It's like a Morse code at times. Right. You know, like it's like a it's like a soft jazz. It's like sure, it's like yeah. flashing here, then it's just a long just beam for a second, then power right back in it. Yeah, I mean, whatever works for you. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I know. No, I sound like I'm I love questioning. It. I love it. Saved my life. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I can't say I agree. I, I like, yeah, I respect it as as your 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 straight up cool in the dark. You can I walk. Think in- I'm always striving for that. Let's say, but I'm never able to actually achieve it. So let's sake of argument. You roll home tonight. Crack that door open. Let's say the you didn't know it. You thought the hall light was out at your building. You go into your apartment. It's the whole building. The light is going everywhere. Okay. Then you weren't paying attention. It was actually your entire city block. <laughs> There's no light coming in from anywhere. Right. In this situation, I'm more worried about about the power. But right. let take the this fear of the power out. You you know it's going to be back on in let's say four hours. Your food in the fridge is fine. You're not going to get cold. You're comfortable in every single way imaginable, except you are in pitch black darkness. You don't freak out at all. You're good with it. I think I'd be fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is (laughs) a podcast for liars, apparently. Uh, I just I don't I don't know. I just am not. I'm like, no, I don't want to shed light on anything in my room. The less I see, the better. But is this like a shame thing? Or is this like, <laughs> yes. you know, we need to really, that's what we need to be unpacking. Is why do you have these things? Why haven't you gotten rid of these things? Are you a hoarder? It could be, yeah. The less, if I don't see it, it's not there. So if I, yeah, if I'm in the dark. But I mean, that's I crazy that you're like, I've never, I don't go home and turn on my lights and I'm like, dear God, why? <laughs> My things. <laughs> Get rid of your things. I also think I'm not saying I'm opposed to like the inspection, the lighted inspection before right. dark. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, once I'm like ready for sleep, yeah. I need pitch black. Oh my god. Except that's... I'm never truly able to achieve it. Anyway, when you walked in, I was very shamelessly just going through your Twitter hammering the uh, tweets. You tweet a lot about 90 Day Fiance. 
I okay, so I full disclosure, my mom, my brother, and my sister in law got me into it because uh-huh. they were always talking about when we'd have like family dinners or whatever. They're like, Did you see it? Did you see it? To each other. And I was just like, I, I'm not usually like a reality guy. I guess the older I've gotten, I've weirdly gotten into it. So I was, they were just like, it's the most disgusting show you'll ever see. You just have to watch it. And I was like, okay, so me and Chelsea Devontes, uh, <laughs> former guest, uh, me and Chelsea were like, all right, we're going to sit down. We're going to watch it. And it truly blew my mind in the sense that I thought all of the grossest people in the world were in my family already. Sure. Apparently, there's more out there, (laughs) and they live in different countries. (laughs) But the the dirtiest people are the Americans. So it's, like, very blatantly just, like, you let's get married for a green card? It's the weirdest thing, and, like, Chelsea's broken it down better than I have, because I'm like, oh, it's just, like, a loser who, like, (laughs) can't find anyone, so they're like, you know, I've actually, I feel like my soulmate is in Phuket, and you're like, "Uh, okay. Right. But Chelsea's like, no, what it is is that it's people who are ugly in America who think they deserve a hot person paying for a hot person in a different and you're like oh because because that's what it is like you just look at almost every single one of them and here's the thing it's like not that they're like quote unquote ugly or any of that stuff but it's more that it's this idea of what the american thinks is hot and it's just like yeah there's not a curve on them and you're like well okay (laughs) that seems weird like a weird thing to say but the crazy thing is too is that they're all just kind of like I've got $800 and I'm going to build a life for us. And you're like, what is happening? So anyway, it's more the the reason I tweet about it so much is because it's one of the first things I've seen in a long time where I was like, uh, like Twitter is so woke, but like, I'm like, this proves that we deserved President Trump. <laughs> like we not just deserve him, we earned him. Right. We we did everything we could to get him. <laughs> it's crazy. Is all are all of the Americans on the show they're from like all over? It's yes. not just like one part yeah. of the country. But like most of them either live with their parents or have their kids live with them. Oh, and they're just like, This is your new mom, uh Krishna and she's three years older than you and you're like okay this feels bad because your child is 15 so that means their new mommy is 18 right right like uh yes please call me mom and you're like you know it's just very it's a very interesting show I, I just like when things are I I think we try and celebrate humanity too much and sure. I like when things really take it down. Where it's just like, oh, we're all disgusting animals. Right. The only thing we have over animals is language. You know what I mean? And this idea of being able to fo- quote unquote faux communicate our emotions. But the rest of it, it's just like we are the exact same as gorillas. <laughs> we just are. Sure. I also, my research also shows you do, you reference the man who. Invented flaming hot Cheetos <laughs> on multiple occasions. Yes. Why? It, because it's actually a. It, 
<laughs> hey, I, 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 I'm one of those people that you know how like, you like see people online and they're just like, oh my god, all I did was talk about Halo Top ice cream once and they gave me three thousand dollars <laughs> and all this ice cream. I'm like. I'll, I'll, I just go online and I'm like, who's going to give me $3,000? I'll yeah. talk about whatever you want. Um, but Flamin' Hot Cheetos, A, I desperately want a bunch of them. Right. But two, the story of Flamin' Hot Cheetos is incredible. Like, I, do you do you know the story? Um, Only because of the three tweets that I saw. Yeah. Which, which was, it was a janitor. It's a janitor who was just like, you guys should do this because this is what I do. And they went, okay. And it's the highest selling Frito-Lay line in history. They've had chips forever. A janitor rolls through, says, why don't we make this a little caliente? Bam, saves the company. It's a reverse blindside. Right. (laughs) With chips. It is inspiring. It's sure. inspiring that, and I desperately like the idea of like on my deathbed. They're making a Flaming Hot Cheetos movie with right. like Eva Longoria attached. <laughs> Which is that insane? It's insane. But the idea of someone being like, "Yeah, sir, what'd you do that like that you're so proud of?" And with my dying breath, just going, "The Flaming Hot <laughs> Cheetos movie." Also, I left the money in the <laughs> and then dying. The fact that your fingers aren't covered in flaming hot Cheetos dust right now is is a mark against you. I, I I'll say this: I've shown up to places fully, and people are like, "Are you wearing lipstick?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh no, I was eating flaming hot Cheetos before this." I just there's something about the fact that it just like completely stains your skin that is which untenable. To only me. speaks to the idea that like it there's nothing. On, in a healthy, redeeming way about it. Like, I mean, it, the fact that it paints your skin, you're like, oh, I should never have these. But instead, you're like, what if I had triple the amount that I usually do? <laughs> there, It's a perfect food and vegan. Right. So, so all my vegs out there, I don't, I'm not so vegan. So it's uh, just absolutely not cheese. <laughs> yeah, which the is cheese. nice. Right. <laughs> Um, I'm getting a I'm getting a live question. Oh, how do you feel about cheddar jalapeno Cheetos? Oh, I I'm very glad you asked. Uh, it's a different flavor altogether, and I will say I not a fan of a fake jalapeno flavor. Uh huh. They always it's like something weird where like it almost there's like a film to it or something. It's just not. It's not a jalapeno flavor. You know what I mean? In the same way that anytime you like have grape soda, you're like, this doesn't taste like grapes. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Like this is this is its Any own those, thing. Yeah. yeah. So listener, does listener have a name? Uh, it's just Barry, who is uh, Oh, <laughs> Barry. That's a lot. That, oh my god. We're, yeah, but we're not live. Streaming. So well, I, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't, it could have come from Twitter. <laughs> Barry, I'm not a fan. And now I'm looking at you. <laughs> But also, can I say, don't introduce it as like, we've got a live question. Just say Barry's got a question. This is, <laughs> I, thought, I, I was it, like, I wow, it was how? all right. Just come in the studio and ask the question. 
for those I of you who don't know, Barry's implied. literally outside of the door, <laughs> right. staring at us through a window. She could have walked in. Anyway. We just have a Google Doc that yeah. she typed in. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, anyway. Do we have any more listener so, questions? So sorry. <laughs> well, Barry also wrote this question. So, okay. Because um, we talked to Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Devontes, uh, about you yeah. when she was on the pod and how when you're out of town, the messiness uh, she's that she embodies. A, here's the thing. She is a monster through and through. <laughs> and she has to be okay with it. She knows it. I'll say this. I, I, I'm i out of town right now. She's still in LA. Uh, please don't rob us. Uh, but she, before I left, the house was, it wasn't filthy, but it was, it was in a little bit of a disarray. And I looked at her and I went, please don't let this get worse. That's all I'm asking. Just don't let it get worse. She does whole Instagram videos right. when I'm out of town. And it's just, our, and I mean it sincerely, I use one plate a week. I use one cup a week, one fork. Like, I'm pretty good about being like, oh, I put it in the sink, I'll wash it off and just put new food on it. Right. Chelsea, next to her, her side of the bed, just has seven mugs. <laughs> seven. And you're like, how? Are you taking a sip from each one? Like, I don't understand how. I didn't even know we had seven mugs. That's the downside to having more than, like, one mug. To the point where I literally told her, I was like, I'm going to throw all of this stuff away. <laughs> or, like, lock our cabinets like a child. <laughs> like, you don't deserve it. I've literally gone through the trouble. I bought her, like, at this point, three or four, like, reusable coffee mugs where I'm like, all you do is wash it out throw new coffee in there, take it to work. She's like, oh my God, this is the best. Just takes it to work, leaves it there, grabs a new mug in the morning. Right. Takes it. And right. so like, so it's also like, if she posts pictures of her office, if you guys ever see her, it's the exact same thing. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, I that do... feels like that'll end the relationship, huh? <laughs> Saying that in public. <laughs> I, do, I do like that I'm just going <laughs> to press each of you individually yeah. to slander the Chelsea, other. Chelsea, it feels like you should, you should find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think she will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. There's a segment we call elaborate, which is um, things that you've expressed dislike of on Twitter. Yeah. I want you to elaborate on yeah, that. Yeah. Some of these I took some liberties. It was not necessarily you saying you dislike them. Uh, I do. Whatever it is, I. Hate. Um, this one I just want. <laughs> I just want to read it. <laughs> okay. Black people who eat pumpkin pie over <laughs> sweet potato pie <laughs> are worse than any Trump voter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe that. I I guess I didn't realize how strongly though that pumpkin pie versus sweet potato pie war was. Yeah. Well, I mean like here's the thing. It just speaks to self-hatred in the black community. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. And we, I think we know this. I think you as a white person, you were raised with pumpkin pie, right? Yeah. 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 Black people, we are raised with sweet potato pie. It's just it's a fundamental split in this country, and it's fine, but because of that, our tastes have diverged in a wood, sure. per se. Yeah. Uh, I took the road most traveled by black people <laughs> with sweet potato pie. I didn't realize the, the divide until uh, Patty So, Lebel. yes. Yeah. So, I say all that to say that if you are a black person and you're like, oh, I just can't get enough of pumpkin pie, I'm like... Where were you raised? Have you ever protested? <laughs> I go after you. Like, why? What happened? 
Right. Something went wrong. Something went wrong. Sure. But I encourage all white people to just try sweet potato pie. Because here's the thing. When you go out in the world, pumpkin pie is everywhere. You got, there's no sweet potato pie lattes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm just saying. It's just a, it's, listen, it's just a fun, cool pie. <laughs> I'll experiment. Stop sweating me. <laughs> um. This one I'll read verbatim. Stop putting chocolate chips and chunks in ice cream. I can throw cold rocks in my ice cream if I wanted to. Yeah, I mean that. That is, that's strong. Yeah. You don't like any solid bits in ice cream ever? It's, with chocolate specifically, it becomes so inedible. Because it also loses its flavor. In I because it's so frozen, it all kind of just starts tasting like dark chocolate, and then you spend so much time trying to get the chocolate to melt in your mouth that you're like, <laughs> "What am I doing? That like why I, I'm running errands while eating ice cream? You know what I'm saying? Like it's so crazy. So like I'm like, don't you know what I'm saying? Like if you want if you want to get some ice cream and then throw some hot fudge sauce on there, do that. But, like, don't be just throwing chocolate chips in the ice cream or chocolate chunks. Like, that ain't that ain't gangster. I, Hurting my teeth ain't gangster. This is the least I've related to any anything. You just love chocolate chunks in your ice cream. Yeah. That is psychotic. It needs texture. What are you talking? It's I, literally, <laughs> that's like saying, like, butter needs texture. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because, look, we're adding a dessert to already a dessert, a, yeah, a hard yeah. dessert to a soft I mean, dessert. I could eat ice cream on its own. I just don't. I but like what do you, but like, what, I, I just, I don't get the idea of, like, why do you need texture to ice cream? It makes it fun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is part of my repressed oh gay my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> How about, can't you just, like, I don't know, like, watch 90 Day? And eat ice cream like that's just as fun. Yeah, I honestly I have to watch it. Yeah, I have uh, I cannot wait for you to do this. Um, okay, one more. This one I'm just confused by. I don't yeah. know if I hate it more when people have long teeth or short teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is like something I'm deeply passionate about. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, you know when you meet someone who has like so much gum. That it's like their teeth are like three centimeters and they're just like smiling at you and you're like, this is, come on, what are we, what are we doing? It's like talking to like an adult baby, you know? Yeah. Or when someone has no gums and it's just long, long teeth and you're like, okay, this feels like I'm talking to a skeleton with skin wrapped around it. Right. I don't know which one grosses me out more. So that's a real, like for you, what would you say? Would you rather talk to someone with too much gum or no gum? No gum. No gum. I'd rather, yeah. I think too much gum weirds me out more. Okay. You could shave your teeth down. Let's see this. <laughs> you can't, you can't. No, they do, gum, rid- they do, do gum cutting. I know oh. someone who did it. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> So everyone has this option? Why are there people out here with all these gums? I hate that that is even a thing. Wait, wait, but I guess, yeah, you, you are the, reason, the reason people do it. Yeah, because yeah. I'll, like, if you if you talk to me and you have a lot of gums, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you got to back right. it up, Kimasabi. 
They're just openly anti-gun. Yeah, just, whoa, 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 wait a second. What is happening? Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's also why I have a lot of friends. <laughs> because you're I'm a, a straight shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate well, that when someone's like, I'm going to insult you, but that's just the way it is. I'm a straight shooter. You're like, there's also politeness, but. Right. Okay. Yeah. He tells it like it is. Yeah. Oh, God, there's nothing worse. <laughs> tells it like it is. Let me pick your brain. Those are the two worst phrases. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we got that last little bit. Yeah. Well, now you know. Don't don't come at you if you don't have the appropriate ratio of teeth to gum. Here's the thing. Most people, you're good. Sure. Barry, great, great tooth to gum. You know she what does I'm have saying? a lot of teeth. No, she's got good teeth. That's different. They're like very straight. They're right, very right. white. Like that's that's good, good teeth. Now let me see yours. You've got great teeth too. Thanks. Most people, you know, most people are rocking with a good mouth of teeth. Right. <laughs> Before we let you go, where can people find you and your work? Uh, well, I mean, I just feel like Twitter was talked about so much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Twitter and Instagram are the same handle. It's at Yasser, Y-A-S-S-I-R underscore Lester, L-E-S-T-E-R. Uh, I have a podcast, all the links to all that stuff are on the social media things. I, I, I don't know. I, I be everywhere. Just look look me up. I'm sure I'll I'll be somewhere soon. Uh, like Chipotle. Sure. I'm working at a local Chipotle when this comes out. All right. <laughs> we'll find you there. <laughs> just if I just find out I have like a boss with bad teeth and he's like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. It's been my dream come true. <laughs> Good. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad stuff go down easier. Starting with the TV we've been watching this week. Barry, what you been watching? Well, a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that I started Enlightened, which is an an HBO show, I think, from like 2011 that stars Laura Dern and it also was co-created by her. And I'm like almost done with the first season and I really love it. I just, I'm like really glad that I'm watching it. It's, it's a weird, it feels like it was written for now because it's like this social, like, like, like a woke woman who like, who's like trying to take down a corporate office from the inside, but also she's like always on edge and you're like watching it and not, you're like rooting for her, but also not. It's very, it's very good and it's funny, but weird and I like it and I'm into it. So that's nice. what I'm still watching. What are you watching? I was home in Chicago last week and we just watched a bunch of the Holiday Baking Championship. Fantastic. Which I have said before, but now uh, it's all on Hulu. So if you ah. haven't seen it, you can go watch it. Um, yeah. I think if you're, it's not really for fans of Great British Bake Off because it's a completely different vibe. (laughs) And yeah, they just scream at one another and they have like 30 seconds to make an entire cake. But I love it. And it inspires me. Beautiful. To bake, which I don't know if you know I've been doing. You started baking? Yeah, I got an oven. Wow. Actually, my oven handle, I walked into my kitchen the other day and it was just off of the oven. And I was like, why'd that happen? Ghost. Definitely. What's your non-TV chaser? Uh, well, my non-TV chaser, it happens once a year with my friend, Anne. She invited me over to decorate her Christmas tree, which is only the third, fourth time in my Jewish life that I've ever decorated a Christmas tree. And she's especially good at it. And she always does something like a little different, but she's got fun ornaments and it's like stringing up the lights. And we were playing a Motown Christmas. We were drinking eggnog. I, I was wearing my holiday sweater. I brought my holiday vest for her husband to wear. Like it was just a solid holiday cheer 
time, and it really made me happy. And nice. yeah, it was a uh, it was great. What's your chaser? You know what? My chaser is just taking a break. It's the holiday season. I think the weird timing of Thanksgiving makes it so that the entirety of December feels like the week between Christmas and New Year's. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's not okay if you have an office job. No. Well, yeah. I, I'm just like, none of this is real. Yeah. I'm like, why are you giving me deadlines? Well, this is all the purge. Like, anything goes. None of, there are no laws. There are no, there's no work. Nothing is real. So, yeah, I enjoyed my time at home for Thanksgiving, eating a bunch of my pie and Ooh. all of the Thanksgiving foods. And I can't wait to go back and take an even longer break for Christmas. You know what, Matt? You deserve it. I do. I really do. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, then rate us and review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Bellicide. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellisai, And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye-bye. You live. You learn. You love. You learn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening to Alanis. The holidays are a time for spending. So why not earn some extra cash by selling the stuff you no longer use on Mercari? Mercari is the selling app that makes it fast and easy to sell almost anything. It's easy. You just take a few pics, add a description, and boom, your item is listed. Empty the closets and fill up the piggy bank on Mercari. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I, Mercari, the selling app.